Please be advised, the following program contains some adult themes and content. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Hey, I'm John T. Rhodes, and you are listening to 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport. Two for 22, New Zealand. Oh, what a ripper. Well, that was a great piece of feeling by Kim Hughes, but uh, what a sadness for Graham Gooch and for Mrs. Gooch and for any Gooch fans who may be around. We've been watching him quite closely and he's followed through and there's been nothing. It might just have been a twinge. Sometimes you get a twinge and then it'll untwinge. Is there any way you can bring about an untwinging? Uh, Yeah, but it's not the sort of thing you want to talk about in a family (laughs) programme. Now, what would people from Mars think if they were to land here and see that happening on your television screen? Let me just tell you what I think about it, and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. I think it was a very poor performance, one of the worst things I have ever seen done on a cricket field. Good night. Yes, Rob, it's Richie Benno Day! It certainly is. I I had a feeling you might bring this in early, Uh, week. really? I didn't really know, I just happened to be on the old uh, face bonk this afternoon. For oh, a bit. For a bit. Yes, for a bit. If when people was... didn't realise, it is the 2nd of February, 22, 2, 2 for 22. Read the same both ways, all the ways. Yeah, unless yeah. you're American. Here's one, Beef. Yeah? I'm suffering from um, basically post-traumatic st- stress disorder. What's it called? Uh, PTSD, yeah. yeah. What's the D sample? Disorder. Disorder. Yeah. Why is it disorder? Uh, because it's a mental state more than anything, so it is a disorder more than a, um, a physical thing. Okay. Well, I pro- that might be a bit over the top. Okay. But, but listen to this. <laughs> oh, I'm now, listening. Now, um, obviously, I live in the north side. You do. So one of the things, positive things about the rampant hipster vibe, yeah, as yeah. I've mentioned before on the show, there's been a rampant increase in browlessness. Amongst amidst the oh. women on that side of the town, are because we of the past the thing. watershed here? Because um, what? Uh, carry on. What is the what's the watershed? Watershed is when you can you can talk freely. Oh come about. on, to grow up. Jesus Christ! At what point to say anything even slightly controversial there? The... Just these are observations, Beefy. You're a grown man, all right. But along with that, as to sort of offset that win for heterosexual males, that this has been a trend in the women on that side. Yep. There also is a mass increase in the non-shaving of armpits. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I got a huge shock today. Did you? As I was driving down past Northgate Golf Course, yeah, there was a, a ginger. With flaming, huge armpit here. And and I thought it was a man. Right. And then I got up and, and it wasn't a man, it was a woman. And I was just, oh, it was awful. Okay. It, it really freaked me out. And I just couldn't stop seeing these giant ginger armpits on this woman in my mind for the rest was of the afternoon. Was she stretching? No, she was riding a bike. Okay, right. R- riding a bike. Right. And um, I didn't appreciate that. And then I went and got some KFC to have for dinner. And it's orange. And, well, there's that, but also it's it sent me to the bathroom about eight times. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's no good. Disappointing Perhaps effort. you got listeria or salmonella. Oh, uh, nah, nothing like that. It's not quite that bad. Oh, right. I just, I, I knew something was up when, you know, when you, there's always that pool of grease at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was brown. Did you go um, nine for nine ninety five on a Tuesday? Well, this I, I thought they had Chicken Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I asked for five pieces of chicken. It cost me 14 bucks. 
You need to ask for nine pieces of chicken. How about because they didn't? They only had. They didn't have five full size pieces. They only had three. He said, "I'll tell you what, mate. I'll give you four wings." Yeah. And the three big ones. Is that all right for your five pieces? Oh, seven. Seven pieces of chicken. Yeah. Didn't finish it. So you nearly had a win. Kind of a win. win, But then still, it was hard to um, get those uh, armpits out of my mind. (laughs) The whole. Is it going to haunt you, Rob? Yeah. It is going to haunt me. Okay. It's one of those things that's just stuck in there. And every time I think of it, it makes you convulse. Right. Well, not convulse. It makes you sort of screw up and feel unwell or unimpressed. Okay. Well, I, I know you... it's the natural form beef, but I, I, do, do you know I, what? I don't consider it a progression to, to start. I think a... you have got PTSD, Rob, yeah. because of this. Yeah. I can just see it in your face. Oh, it wasn't good beef. I just had to get, <laughs> try and get it out of my system somehow here. Welcome to 365 Days of Sport, people. Yeah. Brought to you by the good people at Jack Link's Beef and this, Ham Jerky. This is, this is what can happen on, on, the, on the things you see around the place. Yeah. Uh, you're looking still somewhat uh, weathered, Beef. Definitely weathered. Yeah. I've got a lot of sun on Saturday. Now, I must apologise. I didn't make it on Saturday morning to come and see a couple of games. Um, but I'll be honest. This is this is actually completely honest. Okay. Right. I actually just completely forgot. Right. I, I couldn't even remember. that was. That's how much it went out of my mind that yeah. you guys were playing. God. I had no excuse. I was actually, because I didn't start band practice till 12, so I yeah. could have come and watched one yeah, game yeah. or two, maybe two if I was lucky. It meant so little to me to want to go and see Gavin running around out there. Yeah. That I actually was just sitting on the couch having a coffee, and it didn't enter my mind until the next day that you yeah, had yeah. done that. Well, it's nice to know that this show yeah. means so much to you, Rob. You well, listen in depth to the... Uh, re- well, no, that's what it was. I listened to the show later, and then I heard, oh, that's right, they had the game this morning. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Mm. How'd you go? Well, you missed, actually, the first game of the day against yeah. South Africa. The yeah. 10 o'clock game was abandoned. Why? Mass brawl. Really? Yeah. I Ah, oh, so this is what the banter that Gav was doing on yeah, the chat. Yeah, mass brawl. The uh, South Africans, they're a highly strung bunch, Rob. Yeah. Old South Africans. A bit serious. A, bit serious a little bit. They didn't take kindly to a few uh, heavy-ish tackles. Yeah. And they were, they were on the edge anyway, because yeah. they were out to win the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, they just lost it. All they in were, brawl. They were five goals up. Yeah. A couple of minutes into the second half. High tackle. Fair enough. Penalised, free kick. Yeah. They didn't take kindly to a high tackle, and yeah. then they started punching on. Uh, who made the high tackle? We did. Wales, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it wasn't you. Oh, it wasn't me. No, I don't get near anyone, Rob. Come on. Yeah. But one of our lads in the midfield, and he was penalised. It was a high tackle, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Get up, play on. Yeah. No, they, nah, took, they, they took it. They took it. Yeah. Took and it then the somebody came in with a bit of a rabbit punch from behind, oh, and gosh. it was quite funny because they started it, mm. and... A couple of our guys retaliated. Then, apparently, the one kid that started it, his dad was playing, and he storms over and goes, Don't you punch my son! Right. So, it was hilarious. So, what, how far into the game did this get? Two minutes into the second half. Two minutes into the second so, half, that's all it took? Abandoned. And 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 they said this game... So, what, have you split the points or no points? Um, I think they got given the win because they were five goals up. Right. But then, apparently, they had another brawl against Australia and got kicked out of the tournament. Oh, good. Yeah, good. I'm oh, pleased to hear that. No they, room for that. Yeah. Um, and then Wales, we lost to Nauru, who were quite good. Yeah. And then we lost to Chile. But at half time against Chile, we were 3-2 down. And Chile went on to win the whole tournament. Oh. So we got progressively better as yeah, the day went on. Yeah, So if you've done some trainings... Oh, you did have to do a few trainings, didn't you? Yeah, but not all of us. Only, yeah, you know, a, a, a few. Not only that, we had the smallest squad in the whole tournament. Yep. The first 
10 minutes of the first game, we lost two people to injury. One guy dislocated his shoulder, one guy yeah. ripped a bicep off the bone. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then in the second game, another guy pulled a hamstring. So, yeah, we were uh, down. How much is this? Is, is it due to the physicality of the game, or is it about, like, unfit? Um, I think uh, it's 70-30 regularly... in the favour of unfit. Yeah, and, and out of practice of physical contact yeah, sport. I think so. Okay. But we have fun, Rob. Yeah. That's the main yeah, thing. We yeah. got out. We're the best looking team on ground. Right. You mean your, your uniform? No, I mean generally handsome. No. <laughs> Incorrect. The um, only two people I know that are in the team uh, do not qualify as that. I've got to say, Gavin Ingham did put himself about a bit. He did all right, did he? He did okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I'm pleased to hear it. Um, He will, if, well, we will talk to him eventually, and he's, he's probably dining out on this. Yeah. He got a mark or a free kick or something, so he went for goal. Yeah. Completely just stuffed it. Oh, no. But. After taking a great mark. Uh, I think he took a good mark, yeah. Yeah. But the big beef man. Yeah. Came storming in. Yeah. To take a mark. <laughs> yeah. To save his blushes and then <laughs> kick the goal. <laughs> So he's dining out on a big assist, even though he did admit he was going for goal, but got nowhere near it. <laughs> so yeah, so it was, it was a set shot, he wasn't on the run? No, it was a set shot, yes. Okay. So he took a mark. How far out was he? Probably about 40 metres. 40. And, and yeah. he just sculled it, did he? He just he kind of, as we say in cricket, clothed it, didn't quite get, but I read it off the boot. Yeah. And just took a big hulking <laughs> chest mark and then smashed it through for a goal. So oh. I did save his blushes, but the, he did he did put himself about a bit. And uh, did he actually have the official kit in the end? The, yeah, of course he did. Yeah. He did. But so he just, he just wore that for the team photo. Yeah, just spoiled the it. Welsh rugby uh, imitation well, kit whatever or whatever. It was. It was anyway, to be. yeah, he he did look out of place. But we did take some other team photos that uh, okay. he he wasn't wearing the red polo shirt. Okay, okay. Whereas everyone else was wearing the kit. So <laughs> no, we had a good day. It was a fantastic day. And um, uh, so yeah. I could have seen a, the full on uh, all in brawl. You would have seen the full in oh. all in brawl. Yeah. What a way to start the tournament! First <laughs> yeah. go off the rank. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was quite fun. Ah, uh, so but no wins for the day. No wins for the day. But if you can keep the same squad for next season, a lot of people are keen to go again. Good. Amazingly, good, good. We did have a bit of camaraderie. We really did. Yeah. So, was there a, a pub afterwards? Um, I think the boys did go out to Chapel yeah. Street, yes. Yeah, but you skipped it. Oh, mate, I couldn't move. Yeah? Well, sunburn was intense. What, did you not lather up at all? I did, but I missed a few bits. Yeah. <laughs> so I should have learned better. So is it on most in your legs, was it? No, it's on my shoulders. Your Aussie, shoulders? Aussie you, didn't, rules you didn't put singles. shoulders. Yeah, That's and my mental. head, the top of my head. Oh, yeah, as well. yeah. Because yeah, I am going bald, Rob. I have been yeah. going bald for about 15 years. It's yeah. not. Yeah, same. Anyway, so, um, yeah, my sunburn was a killer. Okay. And I was a bit, I was, yeah, a bit stuffed. I played a bit more than I was supposed to. But how's this? First bounce against Chile, uh, not Chile, Nauru. We win the centre bounce. Somebody runs through the middle, kicks it, and I pick it up, smash a goal through mm. within the first 15 seconds of the game. Yeah. Shirt off, I'm off, gone. Just you, left the game. Really? Yeah. You walked out on the game? That's I did it. my job, Rob, scored a goal. Yeah. That's it. 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Statement move, oh, Rob. Statement move. I was back on fairly. I hope, fairly you, I hope you took the shirt off once you're off the field. No, no, on the field. Oh, did God. the helicopter. You yeah. bought a helicopter, yeah. <laughs> the crowd loved it. Highlight of the day. <laughs> Unfortunately, nobody got photos or video of no. that. And you, and you didn't, that was the end of the game. You didn't go back on. No, I did go back on, yeah. Okay. But I did take myself off after 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> just made a point rob made a point oh brilliant and did you get any consolation prize you get a participation certificate i don't think you get anything we got uniforms so you know you get to yeah. wear the proud red dragon that's about it that's it that's all okay. we need that's all i need job well done
You don't want to, I mean... You, no, I the, don't want a medal. I don't want a medal or a certificate, Rob. Participa- Rob. Participation. In my... I once got a participation certificate for yeah. taking part in um, learning how to use the fire extinguisher. You got a certificate for that. Yeah, you got a certificate well for done. that. That was the, that was the lame, you know That's the lamest achievement in the history of mankind, in, I reckon. In my sporting career, I have won a lot of medals. Oh, God. No, no, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm making a point about this. Yeah. I've won a lot of medals. Yeah. I've won a lot of trophies. yeah. yeah. They are absolutely useless. Well, I, put I them, in, the, threw, put I them threw, in a box. I did put them in a box and threw them out. You threw them out as well. What am I going to do with them, Rob? What uh, am I? What is a fifty-year-old man? You can reminisce. Do one of those time I, capsule I can, things. I can reminisce in my mind. I don't need a trophy to help me reminisce. But but things things pop up that you forgot about. I forget about a lot of things, but I still don't need a trophy to remind me. I'm going to be honest. Adults don't need trophies. I'm just putting it out there. Nah, not really. You you need one for winning the whole tournament. Just to tell you that they can write your team team name in. I'm talking about personal trophies now. Personal medals and trophies. Big, huge cup. Yeah. You can have a pint out of. Yeah. I'm all for that. Well, I'll I'll tell you what, Beefy. My contribution to this will be that I can't foresee any way in which I will ever give you a trophy for anything. So I'm happy to participate in your thinking mm. in that regard. What because, personal trophy or f- me winning a, a state well, championship? I, I just if there's anything that you feel you deserve accolades for, yeah, yeah. I will never give you a trophy. For right, okay, it. all right. So that's my part. I'll, I'm happy to partake in yeah, or, yeah. or no medals, no no certificates. Okay, I'll never give you anything I'll, good. I don't need a certificate. I've got um, the our Irish Christmas tree throwing certificate on the back of my toilet on back of the toilet. Why have you door. got that? I don't know. They was that, was that a participation one? I think it probably was. See, so that's got a bit of reminisce about that. See, this is, yeah. this is memorabilia, see? I got one of these time capsule things back home, I think. Back in New Zealand. Oh. I'd have probably been thrown out now. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, what the, the strange thing is, when I first came over to play cricket, the first five years I was here, I won trophy after trophy after trophy. And those <laughs> clubs, they go all out yeah. for, you know, if you're the player of the season, yeah. you get a trophy that's like three foot high. They were massive. Yeah. Like, so, so if you and Claire were, she she might refer to you as a as a trophy husband. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I'm sure she doesn't. <laughs> Have you seen the state of me? Uh, I'm definitely not a trophy husband. That's for sure. I don't know. From what you're saying would, before, it she, seemed like you've been cleaning up, mate. It seemed, she would. You, you didn't hold back and tell me what? how many trophies you got. She would absolutely detest yeah. me ever referring to her as a trophy partner as well. Yeah. She would hate that. Yeah. Although I do, I, I do I think do she it is. as a wind up at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Actually, I mean, I mean that really. If if you were a trophy yourself, that is diminishing the whole thing. Like, yeah. You have to redefine it in a book. Actually, I had a bit of a running with uh, with Claire earlier because um, she told me right. Yeah. That she'd leave me. Yeah. If I carried on yeah. my obsession with the monkeys. Oh, but I love monkeys. No, the monkeys. The band. The band. Since when are you obsessed with well, the monkeys? I thought she was joking. Yeah. And then I saw her face. Yeah, we'll do that one a bit later on, Rob. You might want to laugh next time. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were in oh, the music the biz. song. And I saw your face and I'm a bit... Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh... You're a bit slow this week, aren't well, you? Well, um, I'm proud that I didn't get that joke. Really? Yeah. I, that, the worst thing is, I'll come and see you do stand-up comedy and you'll open with that. Oh, God. I'll heckle myself. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else has been happening, Rob? Anything? Well, clearly you couldn't be asked. So, well, uh, I have band practice on Saturday, Beef. The, yeah, the Demon well, Parade is, is the back from, from, from the ashes. We've somehow found a way. We're playing the tote Friday night at uh, 9. This Friday? This Friday, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I might just forget about that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll carry on. I don't need a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's happening. You had a rehearsal today, actually. As well? Yeah, t- you're taking do- it seriously. Well, we're a bit rough. We're very rough. Well, you were rough in the first place. Hey. Uh, so I did that. How's it sounding? How is the reformed Demon Parade going? The first going? time I went through the songs was fun, and I had to really think about How it. How long's the, the second going to be? The se- How many 40, tracks? 45 minutes. So about eight, nine tracks? Yeah. And then the- do you know them all? Well, yeah. you're the bassist. You don't yeah, even know anything. You just. Yeah, it's easy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You should you should show me how to do it sometime. I will do. Yeah, yeah, that'd be I'll great. I'll show you how to play Aussie Rules. Well, really. <laughs> yeah. Now that I am good at. Yeah, what? but I'm not playing. No, I can't run, remember? You've got 12 months to learn. No. Come and play to, for to Wales. Learn. I don't need to learn how yeah, to run. Learn I'm to... injured. Yeah, let's cut. We need to recruit you for next year, Rob. Oh, I just can't hey, be bothered. if Gavin can do it, that, but, Briars can do it. Well, of course anything Gavin can do, I can do. I mean, that goes without saying. There you go. You heard it here first, people. You heard it here but, first. But that, that's not much means for comparison. Like, you know. It's all right. Just Your Welsh a... roots, Rob. Briars, I'm sure that's a Welsh surname. No, I don't think there is any no. Welsh in there. Really? No, nah, I'm like most, almost all English and Scots. And then the next biggest is Māori. And yes. then I think a little bit of Irish and Danish. Danish? Yeah. You look Danish. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, you look like a Viking rower. Uh, no one's ever said that before, Beef. Right. Um, I didn't know that was a uh, specifically a reflection of, of the Danish lookers, that they were Viking rowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They definitely were. Okay. I think that was the only redeeming quality of the old Vikings. Yeah, I don't like, don't like rowing much. Oh, well. So that wasn't up, for the, uh, that wasn't up to much, Beef. Right. Um, I was a bit disappointed in the test match, New Zealand-South Africa, because I was going to watch it for, like for the most of the weekend. <laughs> yes. And then it was it finished. It did. Yeah. It did finish that was very a, early. That was a proper pace. Well, how's this? India beat New Zealand mm. in a series, 1-0. Yeah. yeah. South Africa then beat India, mm-hmm. 2-1. And then New Zealand have beaten South Africa. South Africa beat India 2-1 at in- home. Yeah, in, so, in so very, just really? before just before this series. Yes. What? Yeah, it's confusing, isn't it? I because I, they were hopeless. They were hopeless. They did, they did got nothing good. Bowled out for ninety five, mm. and then oh, number eleven got fifty, and then Matt Henry fifty eight. Was it number not 11? out? Yeah, he came in. Oh, was in the room. Wow. And oh, Neil, was... Neil Wagner got forty nine as a yeah, night he, watchman. He batted really well. Yeah. Um, New Zealand get nearly what four hundred and sixty. Well, I think four eighty or something. Something like yeah. that. And then the Saffers get one hundred and eleven all out. Yeah. Lose by an innings and two hundred and seventy six. Huge pace. And this Smashing. is after having beaten them for eighteen yeah. years. The interesting thing was New Zealand bowlers hit the scene. And moved it off the scene, whereas the mm. South African bowlers didn't move one off the scene. Right. They, in fact, they bowled horrendously. Bowled poorly. Not that it matters. Uh, well, it matters for the World Test Championship. Does Reef. now. It all, every game matters now, see? Well, you only got a game in the top two. Yep. And and also, what I was going to say, you see, this is where I want to talk about this whole um, quotas that they got in South Africa. You know, they only allow five white players. Is that what it is? Five, five white, white players, players okay. or they have to have at least six non-white players. That's a, that's a is rule. That in that's the, insane. Is that in the playing eleven or is that in the squad? In the playing eleven. It's in the playing eleven. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And look at look at we've got Neil Wagner. We got yep. Conway. Yeah. Like, like imagine what they would do you if got, they have Devin Conway got now. Colin Monroe uh, in your in your white ball team. 
in the 2020. I think he's on the way out. Um, oh, he's a good 2020 player. Colin Monroe. Yeah. He's a suffer. He's a Kiwi. Yeah. But he is a South African, yes. Well, I know that. I know he's in the New Zealand team, but I didn't know he's South African. Oh, okay. Sorry for enlightening you. But he's not a problem. I'm talking about the test team anyway. Oh, okay. But imagine any team in the world would want Devin Conway. Really? Yeah. It's amazing you've said that. What? Why? Nothing. The results have come in, Beef. He's... <laughs> the results uh... are coming. I just got to say, after 1-2020, I did identify him as a future star of the New Zealand team. After what, what, one why, why? 2-2020 game. You, yeah, well, you that said... was a massive punt. That, that, and that's just that's, your reaction was no. What, who but, would he displace in no, the team? What, what you yeah, and your reaction was anyone except Kane Williamson. And I've I'm proved correct. Well, yes, uh, I've been proved. Well, he's correct. now currently the best batsman in the team because Kane Williamson's injured. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. So and Ross Taylor's now left, and Ross Taylor's left. But but my... he, but, but I think it was disrespectful to Tom Latham, thir- who scored the third highest amount of Test runs. In in the last three years of any batsman in the world. Rob, the proof is in the pudding. Well, and but unless he doesn't even get... What if his form blows out? <laughs> well, that's... And, and he might not happen. even get to 10 It could centuries. happen. Henry I, Nichols has got nine centuries I now. just got to say, I was on the money. Well, what, how many times do you have to say it? I will I, continue I, I'll to never, say I've it. never met anyone in my life yes. who will sit there on his own show and just yeah. try and tell people how great he is all the time. Well, people need to know, Rob. You know this. Well, do, you think this know. do you think this is a way to sway hey, people? Hey, we've got a, we've got a lot do, of new have you, listeners Have you been taught well? how to get people to like you? If you were to turn up to a party and stand in a room and say, everyone, listen how amazing I am, yeah. do you reckon you'd make a lot of friends that way? Yeah, yeah. Well, then you're mental because they won't. They think this guy's an absolute twat if you do that. Well, they probably and do so, anyway, but that's not the so point. So basically you're but, a sociopath. You don't care what anyone thinks about anything. You're just going to be a big, loud beef, say what you got to say, and keep rolling on. Well, it's worked so far. Has it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. 48 years deep, man. Yeah. Okay. So it de- definitely it's has worked forward. so far. Anyway, right. by the think... way, just what I just want to say how brilliant I am. Um, not without any depth or reason or no. analysis. Just like to say it. Good. Yeah, just so people know. Keep the show rolling. We're both very brilliant. Just remember that. Jesus I got to welcome Christ. all our new listeners as well. Oh N- yeah, numbers through the roof. Numbers through. Oh great. Numbers are through good, the good, roof. Good pods doing it. This, this is the turning point, is it? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. We we'll just wait and see. I think it's just good content, Rob. Oh good. Good content. What up? Same old, same old. You. Fifty Shades of Greys. Nice. <laughs> hey, did you hear the news about Bridget? She's making her way around Australia. For reals? Yeah, she's everywhere. Barbecues, footy, even camping. Well, sounds like she's flat out. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to go to Australia. One day, bro. One day. Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leagues. Beef up your snack life. This is Daniel Ricardo, and this is 365 Days of Sport. Favourite part of the show, Rob? What? A, Gags with David Boone. How did last week go? It was not good. It was long for a, and, and then there was just a It was very a long weak. golf one. Oh, the putting you, you one. You could see yeah, it coming. Yeah, it, it was a gimme. Uh, that's go on, right. Go on, Rob. Give us a number. Uh, 78. 78. Another long one. Ultimate mm. Revenge is called. Okay. It's going it's to need a good payoff here, David. The manager of a prominent rugby league player received a call saying that one of his stars from an interstate club had got himself in serious trouble and that the player manager was needed there immediately. 
He asked his secretary to book him on the earliest available flight, packed his briefcase, and had just enough time to call his wife before the cab arrived to get him to the airport. When he rang home, the couple's new maid answered, Hello, look, I don't have time to chat. I'd like to speak to my wife immediately, please. The manager spat down the line. Ah, um, the maid hesitated. She, ah, she can't come to the phone right now. Is she there or not? The player manager shouted. Put my wife on now! I'm sorry, sir, I cannot lie to you. The maid burst into tears. Your wife is upstairs in your bedroom with a footballer. The player manager was furious. I want you to go to my office, take the revolver out of the top drawer of my desk, and I want you to go upstairs and shoot that cheating bitch and her bastard boyfriend. Ooh, Booney's getting a bit... Mm. Uh, ooh. Bit of language. Of course, the maid protested, but the player manager was now beside himself with rage. He yelled down the line that under local law, such a crime was legal, given his wife's adultery and that, as his servant, the maid had to do as he'd ordered. If she didn't, he could get her deported. So the maid put down the phone, and soon after, the player manager heard a shout and a woman's scream, and then two shots were fired. After a short break, the maid returned to the phone. It's done, she wept. Excellent work. And what have you done with the bodies, the player manager asked. I threw them in the pool, the maid replied. The pool? Yes, sir, in the pool, the maid sobbed. But we don't have a pool, the manager said. What number is this? Mm. Oh, wrong number, eh? Uh... Yeah, never mind, Booney. Um, If you want your own copy of David Boone's big book of great sporting jokes, it's done by Collins. You'll find it in any good charity shop. See, you know how he drank the 50 beers on the plane? Yeah. At that point, he was in front. Yes. Yeah. It was like, Dave Boone's great. He, he smashed 50 beers on the, on a plane trip to London and then got carried off by his team. Hilarious. Mm. He must have thought he had more in the tank, but that was physical comedy. It wasn't uh, something written and thought no. thought thought about. Yeah, yeah. So he's got, is this just a bridge too far? For I think it is just a, a bridge too far. Wrong number. Yeah, wrong, wrong number. number. Couldn't see that coming. But just even part about throwing the bodies in the pool. As you do when you're a young Filipino maid. Can't carry a six-foot-four footballer into the pool when he's dead. Difficult to buy that one, wouldn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Anyway, well, next week, maybe. Next week, we might get a winner. I thought maybe we'd get a few more that were all right than this, but they're starting to go right down again. They are. Anyway, um, do you want some New Zealand news, Rob? Yep. Football Ferns, they played the USA on the weekend. Is that the women's soccer team? Women's soccer team. Did they win? Well, Michaela Moore... She scored a perfect hat-trick playing for uh, New Zealand against the US. Yeah. Fantastic. The only problem was they were all in her own net. Oh, what? The first own goal came just five minutes into the game. Moore attempted to clear a cross whipped in by Sophia Smith, the left left winger, ended up turning the ball past goalkeeper Erin Naylor. 82 seconds later... She did it again. This time, Moore knew very little about it. Right winger Margaret Purse managed to get ahead to a cross from the right back after the ball looped over. Bunga, but it smacked Moore in the face and then mm. deflected into the goal. Mm-hmm. Moore completed her unwanted hat-trick in the 36th minute when she stuck her left foot out to block a cross from Purse, but once again she ended up directing it into her own goal. The unwanted international football record was made even worse when New Zealand coach... Klim Kova put her out of her misery and substituted her for Rebecca Scott with four minutes left in the first half. Well, oh, it was in the first half. She, she did scored that. the hat trick in 36 minutes and got substituted off in That's the 40th That's some minutes. kind of record. It right? is a pretty much a record, yeah. yeah, yeah they three lost own goals. Three own goals. goals. They lost 5 0. Oh, damn. Yeah. 
I thought they were called the white ferns, but they must have changed that recently. Racist. So the football ferns. Racist. Um, yeah, the, it's white. Neo-Nazi ferns. Well, that sucks. I, I hate the US women's soccer team. We do, don't we, on the show? They're awful, um, awful people. I believe it was Michaela Moore's... 50th cap as well on her 50th. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, so. so it wasn't like some youngster in the first in the first game ever. Actually, she's quite young. Um, she's only about 22, playing 50 caps. So it's pretty good. Okay. I think she just signed for Liverpool in the not in the men's team. Well, she could have, but part of the in the women's Super League. Definitely won't be in the men's team. Not yeah. now. No. Not after scoring own goals. I, I think regardless, <laughs> regardless was was never in line for playing no. for Liverpool. They're quite good. But she does play for Liverpool in the women's team. Yeah. There's lots going on in New Zealand, Rob. There's a lot of protesting going on. Yeah, yeah. These these guys in front of the parliament there. Yep. And Jacinda's if... told them to go home and get vaccinated. Oh, really? <laughs> told them to go home? I think so, yeah. Well, I saw... Well, it got physical. It got, they started spraying the police with stuff. And that, oh, they, did they? they? Yeah. They'd have been all peaceful and whatever else, but then eventually... Well, I did see this woman on the news, though. Oh, yeah? I was coming, I, I came up here uh, yesterday morning, there's two Māori girls in such pain, real bad pain, and one has just got, she's, blood is coming out like you, like urine, you know, and they're in such pain from the shedding, they've been around vaxxed people, I think, if you've been vaccinated, you need to be aware that you have been injected with something, unless it was a placebo, but you may have been injected with something that creates your body to make these evil little invisible parasites called spiked proteins. They they come out through your breath, they come out through your skin, everything you touch. We had a pet lamb and someone came to our house who had not been vaccinated, but her partner had been vaccinated and she was shedding. So her partner got her to be shedding these spiked proteins. Now this girl came to our house, picked up our pet lamb, gave it a cuddle, put it down. The next day it wouldn't drink its milk. By the end of that day, it was just lying down and it was not even, couldn't stand up or anything. We put it out of its misery and I'm a nurse, so I wanted to see what the blood was like. So we had a look at the blood. It was black and clotted. No wonder everyone is dropping with heart attack and strokes. So the, what is happening when you there's been um, social media posts go around with the um, people who have given blood who have been vaccinated compared to people who give blood who have not been vaccinated. Okay, so the blood of people who have not been vaccinated is red and it's free flowing and it's a bright red colour. All right, anyone here has given blood? Have you seen the blood that comes out? Yeah. Yeah. The blood of the these people who have been vaccinated, who have been vaccinated with the bad stuff, it's black and it's clotted. They can't even put it through their machines. It's black and it's clotted, Rob. Oh, that is such a bad advertisement for the country. <laughs> but this is the thing, right? This does exist in New Zealand. Clearly it does. There, 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 there are morons. Yeah. A simpleton fairyland twat. The a vaccinated person. I heard it. I picked heard it up before. a pet lamb, Rob. I heard and it. And the lamb died. It. She's a witch, oh, people. Oh no! I mean, the thing that just compounds it and makes it so much worse is the accent. As well, yeah. It's so bad, is isn't she, it? Is she a cantab? 
She's, she'd be a South Islander, I, I imagine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very, very thick accent. So um, it's going off in Wellington. Wellington. There's nothing worse than trying to hear a, a complete simpleton give a, an off-the-cuff speech <laughs> in public because they, they they get riled up and they think they're going to all of a sudden find yeah. the words and, and they don't really have them. It's a hard thing to do, the off-the-cuff speech. It is. At the best of times, even for very bright people. Yeah. Um, but, so um, that she's had no chance with that brain. <laughs> she's got no chance indeed. Mm. But in dramatic scenes, New Zealand authorities have been bombarding the demonstrators trying to get them to disperse. Uh, who are angry about COVID-19 vaccine mandates like this lady. Mm. They've been playing Barry Manilow's greatest hits yeah. over the loudspeaker, plus the 1990s dance tune, the Macarena. Okay. All played on a loop from one of Parliament House's loudspeakers. Um, but when that didn't work, apparently James Blunt tweeted them saying, well, you're obviously having no success with Barry Manilow. You should try my stuff. <laughs> So they did, but apparently the protesters seemed undeterred. However, they were singing other songs over the top of, uh, you're beautiful, it's true. Mm -hmm. So they were singing other songs and dancing in the rain. So I don't know if the protesters have dispersed yet, but they've been feasting on Blunt. Right. I'm glad my mate James Blunt's got in, got involved. Yeah, with the new people of New Zealand. Yeah. Well, uh, look, if, if that woman is as anyway representative of the of the wider group, they've got a bit to worry about because uh, about she's uh, the spokesperson for that group, Rob. Yeah. Where's um, this anyway, shitting? This shitting. I got no problem with people uh, protesting the no, mandate. I got no mandate. Problem. That's fine, but uh, she should have given not, up. She should have not spoken. Putting herself forward. Yeah. Anyway, but it's free. It's free. You got a free speech, free world. You got to say your piece. She said her piece, and she did. She will find she doesn't gain a, a, a great deal of followers and momentum because mm. she's quite unimpressive, isn't she? Apparently, my, mine and your blood, Rob, is black and clotted. Yeah. Apparently. Watch any of the uh, Winter Olympics in the end, Rob? Nah, none. None. Nothing. Want some Olympic news? Oh, yeah, all right. Go on. All right. Yeah. Skier suffers frozen penis in unbearable drama at Winter Olympics cross-country race. Right. Finnish skier Remy Lindholm has revered the unbearable pain he endured at the Winter Olympics after suffering from what is being reported as a frozen member. Freezing winds made for chilly temperatures on Sunday as organisers delayed the start of the men's 50k mass start cross-country race. The course was also reduced to 30 kilometres instead of the usual 50, but competitors still suffered in the oppressive conditions. Lindholm's thin ski suit and underlayers couldn't keep him from succumbing to the elements, resulting in the frozen part. He said, You can guess which body part was a little bit frozen when I finished. It was one of the worst competitions I've been in. It was just about battling through. He said he did use a heat pack to warm up the area after he finished the race. But when the body part started to warm up after the finish... The pain was unbearable. Bizarrely enough, this is not the first time I have suffered the injury. He, he said that uh, the Ruka World Cup in November, he had suffered from a frozen saint. Mm. That's what he calls it, the he frozen saint. Yeah. But it was very worse this time. It was pretty unbearable pain. So he got a frozen willy. Yeah, I, I heard. I heard. But I don't really understand how uh, why it's painful, though, to thaw it out. Yeah, I don't know. That, that, that would be a bit scary. Is it possible that it can break off? If it's frozen, yeah, anything's possible. Damn, it would. It's not like frostbite. Oh, it could be frostbite. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, move on from that story, thanks. All right, we'll do this. So we played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be. It was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Listen to the 
song and it's clear of mine Because the words don't fit and the song is shit You're a talentless dick You suck! Jamaica, for the first time in their history, qualified for oh, yeah. the two-man bobsleigh, yep. four-man bobsleigh, yep. and the women's mono bobsleigh. I don't know if they did the women's two-person. John Candy would be very proud. He would be. Yeah. He definitely would be. And Doris Banner. I did, I did notice that um, a couple of their guys, they are Jamaican, but they're in the British RAF, I think. So they've been training in Britain by pushing minis down the road. Well, wasn't things. there some bloke that had done, was was basically was British? Oh, that was a skier. Skier, that yeah, was yeah. The, yeah. DJ. And, he, and he chose to yeah. represent Jamaica. He did. So anyway, they did a new song yeah. for the 2022 Winter Olympics for the bobsled team. It's by uh, a rocket blaster. And I think it's called uh, Lock, Stock and Barrel. Lock, Stock and Barrel by Rocket Blaster, did you say? Rocket Blaster. It could be Lock, Stock and Barrel doing Rocket Blaster. And this is just about being in the Olympics. It's the official Jamaican bobsled theme song for 2022. But I know the opposite to this. Some people know they can't believe Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. One the Reese, one a Junior, one a Jules Brenner and a Sanka. Some people know they can't believe, because, you know, it's that song. Jamaica's From Cool Runnings. T- I know. So they've, they've thrown that one out, which is a good one. Yeah. And now they're going to do this. Well, this. I, I heard as I heard the start, it didn't sound good beef. We'll make our judgment after this. Champion. Pan ice, yes, give it to me twice. To the left, to the right, rev it up like a bike. See pan the scene, we sexy and clean. Lioness pan demo. Here we go, let's go. Number one pan the ice, just know so we flow. Oh yes, we are firecracker. Lapa lapa, non non stopper. Hata hata, say less chata chata. Mine over matter. Cause we win the crown, oh yeah. Catch we love country dance and personality. Say yes, oh yes, number one, panda scene number one. Rise up a track, touch and run fast. Papa said, Would you run the race? Never look back. Mama turn on the podcast for you to my watch the biggest race and now your life start with a glass top. To the left, to the right, rip it up like a bike. Scene panda scene with sexy and green. Lioness panda move, here we go, let's go. Number one, panda eye, so you know, so we flow. Rise up a track, touch and run quick. Sit up with the bit of fickle drop in a basket. Push the alpine limit elastic. Maga like an actress in a bombastic Hata, 
We're not just a movie, Rob. No. Um, ah, look, it didn't annoy me that much. Okay. But it did a little bit. Yeah. They made up some words. I think that's the... Luck, lucka, lucka. What the hell? Was I that? don't know. Or is it kind of sort of Jamaican slang words, probably? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just going to let you know, the Jamaican bobsled team, the four-man team, qualified, obviously, through the World Cup races. And there were 30 bobsleigh teams, and they came 30th. Ah. Well... It's a great honour to get They'll there. get a participation certificate. <laughs> they will. Uh, yeah. Um, they got the that, But i got to critique this song. It's hard to... You're never going to get as good as champion. I know. By Dwayne, by DJ Bravo. They threw that in there early, though, didn't did they? they? Nah, not really. They did. I heard you say... Champion. They oh, did. They oh, they did a couple of yeah, champions. Yeah, well, no, just the one. In. Just the one. Early. And it was early in well, the song. Well, because probably Dwayne Bravo will have a patent on how many times you can say champion in a no, song now. Definitely. Or else it'll be... Oh, it'll be it's, his, it's his lyric. Mm. Look, uh, what did I say about that? It was, it was a bit annoying. I, you can't I, Look, really I'm not going back to listen to it in a hurry. Nah. In fact, I'll happily never hear it ever yeah, again. Yeah. No, hang on. I, I don't like it at all. Now I think about it. <laughs> you it's, can't really, it's annoying. You can't really sing along with it. Can't really sing Apart along from, with it. we're not just a movie. Yeah, but you don't want to sing that, do you? It was a crap melody. But I'm um, just saying, that's the only bit you can really sing along to. They should have just kept Sanka's song. Yeah. The the four-man team as well, they, um, they tried to. Weirdly enough, we're not just a movie. And yet they were carrying a lucky egg with them during the competition. Uh, yeah. From the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be so proud, they are just a movie. That movie. Yeah. It's a fantastic movie. And and don't disrespect John Candy. Don't disrespect Look. the candy. Look how much you do. It's like the Kazakhstanis try to disown Borat and then they find out that tourism has increased by 1,000% since the movie came out. Yeah. You Unbelievable. Know? Unbelievable. So, the tenfold increase. I think it was more. It was a hundredfold, I think, wasn't Ten, it? A thousand percent. Yeah, hundred. That's uh, so tenfold. Hundredfold. Tenfold. Because a hundred percent is tw- doubling. Yeah. So, hundred times ten is thousand. Nice. Good work, Rob. Thanks. All right. Mass. We're, we're doing mass on the show. You listen while we read. <laughs> hey, did you hear about Kevin? No. He's in Australia too. Spreading himself a bit thin. Yeah, everyone wants a slice of Kevin. Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leagues, beef up your snack life. Hi, I'm Andy Simpson. I'm listening to 365 Days of Sport. Time for Rob's Film Review! I uh, cannot genuinely think of what the last film review you did was. Apart from the one I'm about to do, or before? No, before now. Uh, it was. I did one this year, didn't I? That's how long it's been. Didn't I do some uh, Welsh thing or something? <laughs> I don't think so, not this year. Oh. Anyway... Well, this one's a bit tricky because I can't really remember it very well because uh, I watched oh, right. it a couple of weeks ago now. Okay, it's about QBR. Yes, we were on because we're doing we're doing the if if I cup chimers at that point we were on QBR and we were informed about this by our friend from Sweden, Ben um, Shu. Ben Shu, that's right. He Who's said, a new fan of the show, Rob? So a big yeah, shout out to of Ben. Of course, big shout. Yes. Now I don't like saying the term shout out though. Sorry. Say hello. We say hello. Hi, to. Ben. Yeah. 
shout out. Well, I'm, I'm banning saying just that term. It's, it's such a lame word. I might like, get a job in commercial radio one day, Rob, and I've just got to do it. We're not saying shout out on okay, this we're show. Not. Okay. Now, what was it going on? Am I doing it again? So, oh, yeah, I've got to do this film review for this QBR thing. Yeah. But I can't remember the name of it. What's it, it called? Uh, four Years at the Helm. Four-year four plan. Four-year plan, okay. Four-year plan, that's it. So what happens is this is, in, I think it's like early 2000s, and um, the, the club's pretty ordinary. I think they're doing okay. They're not. They're sort of mid-table. They're doing okay, but not great. Yeah, and they're trying to get back into the top league, I think is what the, yes. the four-year plan is. And this Italian bloke comes in called Flavio. Flavio Briatore. Is he Italian? Yes. Yeah, now the tricky part about this film is because you sent it to me, right? I did. And it's in Swedish. Finnish. Finnish. It's in Finnish, yeah. All the, okay, so, all the, the, so the subtitles yeah. are in Finnish. So whenever they're not speaking English, yeah, the subtitles tough. are in Finnish. Yeah, I know. So I, had, I missed a lot of drama. Probably. I couldn't. There's a lot of stuff I didn't know what's happening. So it's quite hard to review. I, I had to sort of just guess what's going on. But I, got, I think I got the main points in eventually. Yeah. And Flavio comes in with his crew. So if you don't know who Flavio Briatore is, yeah. Bernie Eccleston used to own Formula One. Yeah. Flavio Briatore owned... Uh, one of the teams. Yeah. So he's a heavy hitter. One of the Italian teams. Did he, he might have owned Ferrari, possibly, then. He all might have been the head honcho of Ferrari. Well, he seemed to have a, a ton of money. Yeah, so Bernie brought him in yeah. to kind of take over to, QPR. To take over and make the club make, great again. make it great again. Make QPR great again. And they come in and they go, yeah, we're going to do this. We've got this new coach guy. He's, I think, Italian coach as well. And I, go, I haven't yeah, watched yeah, it, yeah. so I can't tell you. And like, yeah, yeah, we're going to make this club awesome. Big speeches behind the scenes, and they're rubbish. They don't. They they do. They're losing, 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 losers. It's almost like a film script, like the way it works out. But but this is real life beef. Yeah. And QBR is doing badly, and I'm still trying to figure it out with this with the Finnish subtitles. Yep. It's a bit tricky. And then what happens is they fire the coach. Oh no. And he's gone. This is a documentary, by the way. This is not a movie. Yeah. It's just it's real, just in case it wasn't clear on four that. Four-year plan. For, it's a four-year plan. And he's saying by four years, we're going to be great. Top of the league. And then what happens after that? They're playing a lot. And they're not winning. They're still losing. And there's lots of speeches trying to say we're going to turn it around. And this is when I was saying last week, I can't listen to, to your to sports speeches, motiva- motivational speeches. And this, mm. is where, this is where I got it from. And they all say the same thing. These guys were saying it in Italian when it finished subtitles. And I still could tell what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the same <laughs> to, old shit. To a predominantly English team. <laughs> no, that's right. Because he was say, speaking in English. Oh, I like. Yeah, okay, yeah right. it's because he was talking to team meeting. Right. Did you do your speech in the end on the, on the football? Didn't need to. Didn't I? Didn't need to. Or if if you did, it didn't work because you lost every game. It's about the effort, Rob. It's about the effort. It's about the journey. (laughs) It's about the journey. You've even got a token sports response afterwards (laughs) for for anything. Some sort of spin. And then, so they fire this coach after like they've brought him in. It's like the guy who's going to save the day, and they get another coach. Who is they get in? Ian Holloway was it? Yeah, could be him. He's English. Speaks like a West Countryman. Yeah, that's him. Right. And um, they're still losing. And then there's another meeting. And they, Flavio clears off at some point, I think. He steps down as the chairman. And then they come at the next season because they start, they start winning at the end of the first season. Right. They start winning and they're like, okay, we're showing some potential here. Because they lost like loads of games yeah. in a row. But they, they stayed up in the... They stayed in sort of mid-lower table. Yeah. But, and then they started to get towards the, over halfway again up the table. And they said, we'll be back next season. And they come back next season and... They're winning, and they're winning and winning and winning and winning and winning. 
and they win every single game, and they win the whole thing. But they're gonna be uh, um. There's some player playing for them, yeah. and there's some sort of salary cap dispute, I think, or something. Oh, is it? Something happens, or something. They've done something. This is the part where I couldn't didn't know what was happening because right. the subtitles weren't finished. Oh. But he, they had a, some one of their players done something wrong, and they play against someone to go up into the top league. Who was it? Can't remember. Don't know. And anyway, the, and this guy, so yeah, 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 and this guy who the player dispute, they had to go through a, a full meeting with the council to sort out if they're going to be even allowed, even if they won and qualified to go up to the, yeah, they, yeah. they want to got declined because they had made a mistake with uh, this right. thing. Played an ineligible player to, or something. And they, they had to go through um, the whole process and present to uh, some sort of jury. Okay, the FA probably. and Or not a jury, but yeah. like a, a mediation. A mediation or a tribunal. One of those things. Yeah. And it all hinges on this and this one guy. It's, it's potentially his mistake, one of the Italian blokes. Oh. And he's freaking out. And then the, and everyone's sort of, there's even people gathering at the club, like hundreds of th- a thousand people waiting for the news to come through to see Probably if they're going to go through. Nick Cave And then eventually there. they announce it at the stadium that they're going through. And oh. everyone goes mental. Oh. And the Italian guys breaks down crying in tears because they did it and they come out the doldrums right. from nothing. And, so, they, and now then they, they go up, Fief. Oh, they went up to the Premier League. Yeah. Now... I don't know if you can tell us, but Ben warned us about, you know, they were holding people to gunpoint in their offices and things. What was all that about? Didn't know. Didn't know. Didn't catch that. (laughs) I think that was probably the key to the the whole deal, but... Nah, I I didn't didn't notice that. Okay. It might have been through a closed door when they had um, the subtitles up and finished. Right. Okay. So it's worth a watch, but I'd, if you, if get you can't the, speak get Finnish, the get, get the English version. That was the only version I could find on YouTube, and I admit I watched the first two minutes when they're flying around in a helicopter, yeah. and I had other things to do. So I might have a look. I think you would actually quite like it. Yeah. You know what happens now, because I told everyone. Spider alert. But it's still worth a go. Nice. So it's called it, the Four Year Plan: The Story yeah. of QPR and. Uh, That's um, probably the worst review ever. Would you say? Yeah, it's pretty yeah, bad. pretty bad. Like does, I didn't read because I can't remember it very well. <laughs> I can't remember. And it was in, and it I can't was remember Finnish. the Finnish documentary that I watched the subtitles of. The worst thing is I'll probably log into YouTube tomorrow and find the English version. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, thanks for that, Rob. Yeah, for your plan, and, and I'll, I'll thought try and find I it. thought I put it some work in for the team. Nice, on good. that one. So it's yeah. about the journey, Rob. It's about the journey. Yeah, I, hear, I agree, Beef. I think now, we now, need... now your journey thing's making more sense to me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to do this. To me, being woke means being outraged all the time. It's being uncomfortable all the time. I also think about what words actually mean. We're going to need people to really preach to people who already understand what it means. <laughs> I think to be woke means reaching out and speaking to people along the way and bringing them on and to increase the amount of wokeness in your community. Remember, Rob, bringing yep. them along the way and increasing the amount of wokeness mm. in your community. Is this going to be about Justin Trudeau? The no, Canadian, what's he done? He's, uh, well, they, he's got loads of protesters outside his parliament yeah, on Ottawa. Yeah, he has truckers. Tens of thousands. Truckers, truckers. truckers. Yeah. And he's just lazily characterised all of them as misogynistic, sexist, racists, and uh, is acute, uh, who align themselves with Nazi ideas and, and all this sort of stuff, and people are not having it at no. all, and he's getting torn to shreds. Right. Well, amazingly, you've mentioned two words there, sexist 
and misogynist. Yeah. Women are yep. fuming, Rob, yep. over sexist Storm Eunice comment made by the Isle of Man government. Storm Eunice. So this storm that hit Britain last week it was oh, blowing yeah, yeah. trucks over and yeah. creating havoc. It was yeah. called Storm Eunice. Yeah. You've got to give storms names so yeah. you can identify them. So a government department in the Isle of Man has come under fire for sexism and misogyny after joking that Storm Eunice had changed her mind like most women. Right. People have slammed the comment of sexist and misogynistic after it's shared in a post by the Department of Infrastructure. The post was intended to warn local residents about potential road closures near Peel Beach and claimed that the wind had changed direction. Mm. Furious locals! Furious, Rob! Mm. Quickly took the social media to brand the department's joke as outdated, mm-hmm. while school librarian Helen Jessup said it was offensive and claimed the government needed to be called out for it. Mm-hmm. The Facebook post said, A road closure is in place for Peel Promenade from 10am Friday. Due to a change in wind direction, this closure will now not go ahead unless required. Thank you for your patience and understanding, but like most women, Eunice changes her mind what she's doing. Well, look, uh, this I will say. They are correct in the sense that it is slightly misogynistic and it is uh, somewhat... Outdated. Well, outdated, yeah, and, and all that stuff. But it's also just not a big deal. Exactly. And to be furious and outraged over that... Outraged from ...means that you haven't got much to do. It's just piss weak. It's so pathetic. Have you not got any substance to you whatsoever that you can't just brush that off and get on with things? True. School librarian Helen Jessup... Hit out of the government, claiming it was beyond a joke. This is an example of everyday sexism. It's the sort of microaggression that needs to be called out. It's so normalised and a lot of people don't realise that it's offensive and outdated. It comes across as being just a bit of banter or a joke. But when it's constant and it comes from a government department that goes beyond a joke and a bit of banter, it's all the small things that add up. That's what she said, Rob. Well, just next one, next time do one where you take the piss out of men instead of women or something. Do something like that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, go for it. Nothing wrong with that. Go for it. I'd like to hear it. I think there was a statement that she should have, um, she did actually say, well, if the government, if the storm had been very destructive, they said, well, like most men, it hits women. That doesn't uh, doesn't make sense. Or creates damage or something. I didn't didn't report that bit. I just made that up, that little bit. But she did go along those lines about um, domestic violence. Domestic violence. Yeah. Like all men. Yeah. Yep. Man quizzed by bank after using sinister names for his payment references. A man claims he got told off by his bank after triggering an internal alert by using sinister names for payment references that were a little too suspicious. Uh, Sharing his story, the man said he got a message from his bank about his recent money transfers and they didn't look right. That's because he'd labelled them as Taliban training, jihad fee and ISIS training, which uh, obviously set off major alarm bells at the bank. They got in touch with the customer saying they were obliged to investigate such matters urged him to use less sinister payment references next time. The email from the bank read, Hi, Joe! You have recently marked payments, Taliban training, jihad fee, and ISIS training. Whilst we appreciate you are probably having a joke with your friends, we are obliged to investigate such matters, which is time-consuming. Be assured your friends' banks will also be doing the same. This is a polite request to ask you to cease marking payments in this matter. Thank you for your cooperation. After sharing his story online, Rita said the man was lucky 
only got a telling off. One said, it's all fun and games until one day you want to go on vacation and find out you can't get on any planes, or that you get singled out for extra security screening and rubber glove treatment at airports. Uh, Somebody else wrote, I met a girl in college named Isis. Stuff like this makes me wonder what stuff she has to go through all the time just because of her name that her parents gave her. And a third wrote, you're lucky they didn't freeze your accounts. So yeah, it's true. Don't put ISIS training, ISIS or Taliban training or jihad fee. Yeah, because it doesn't go down too well with the banks. As, as your account name? No, you know when you tra- if I was giving you fifty bucks oh. and you put a reference in, and I oh, said it was it's a, a bit of a joke. Yeah, jihad fee. Um, they don't take too kindly to that. The banks don't, or they look right. into it. It's worth a second look. Um, it's worth a second yeah. look. It's yeah. like if I if I transferred you a hundred dollars and put yeah. Thanks for the heroin. People might say, might go, oh, he's dealing. So that's yeah. just something. Okay. So I won't do that in future. Once is enough already, Rob. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but um, silly. They must have strange bank transfers. It's good to have a bit of a laugh with that sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. In the right way. I'm so glad you're here. All of a sudden, you, you're very sensible. You're very, <laughs> you're, you're very much uh, the moral compass, like a responsible father all of a sudden. Ooh. Such a sway from the bellowing idiot at the start telling everyone how great he is. How, how can your, your spectrum is, is ever-changing, ever-shifting, beef man? I'm a shapeshifter, Rob. I'm a shapeshifter. <laughs> you definitely, your shape does shift. <sighs> telling me. Yeah. Telling me. Hey, bro, if we were on a desert island and there wasn't any grass... No grass? Would you eat me to survive? Oh, bro, who'd eat a cow? Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leagues, beef up your snack life. Hey, this is Toddy Goldsmith, and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. Oh, that music can only mean one thing, Rob! Sporting gladiators. <laughs> yeah. Do we find out if Toddy won the jungle? No. No? Maybe you can Google that. What, maybe is that what you're supposed to search in the break? Nah. She wouldn't have won. I don't think she was stuck around She's long popular enough. popular though, Rob. Popular wo- woman. Yeah, but I don't... I think... Wasn't she like a sister, a part-time invader or something? Oh, I don't know about that. Okay. Didn't see one episode. Thank God for that. I haven't really gone on a sports theme on the quiz tonight. Oh, really? It's called yeah. Sport and Gladiators. We do a yeah, show called sorry, 365 I, I just, Days just, of Sport. I, I did a That's why we report about New Zealand anti-vaxxers and things. I think this is a bit of a stitch-up, actually. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate that, considering you've been winning the last few weeks. Yeah. It's a quiz, people. It's a quiz. It's Best t- of t- tonight, it's not a sports quiz, necessarily. Right. It's just a just a quiz. It's kind of a geography Just quiz. A, oh, nice. Yeah. A bit like I gave you with the World Cup one last week. Yeah. Anyway, we ask each other three it's, trivia questions. I'm not even going to put sports trivia in. Trivia it's, questions. It's a geography come um, socio, uh, oh, so, social right. observation. Social observation quiz. Yeah. All right. So uh, each answer has five <laughs> points up for grabs of five answers for each question so it is best of 15 i'm gonna right. go first with my right. sports trivia yeah, thanks, quiz thanks Beef. rugby world cup name five of the six countries to have played in but never won a rugby world cup match five, five of, of the, the six, six countries to have played in but never won a match yep zimbabwe that's one rob ivory coast that's two namibia three romania no they've won a match oh Played him, but never won. Uh, Russia. Russia is there. Yes, well done. Uh, I was, for another one, could I say Georgia? No, they've won games, I think. 
in the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, I think they won two matches, in fact. Uh, I was seeing it Tonga? No, they beat France. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I thought there was a recent, when, there was a recent yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, the uh, other two were Spain and Portugal. Spain and Portugal? I couldn't remember them being in the World Cup. No, but they, they did. Okay, well, I got four. Right, that's four. not bad. It isn't bad. <laughs> All right, Stop me. laughing. What are the top five most racist cities in the USA? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you a clue on this. Then none of them are in the South. Really? None of them. Wow. None of them. That only leaves 165 million people. <laughs> um, and I'm going to right. even say this. There's only one on the West Coast. And they're all North. On the West Coast, Seattle. Most racist. Well, I don't know. You Seattle. Said, you just said they're on the West Coast and they're not in the South. There's not many... No, 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 no. Sorry, you misheard. You misheard. Right, okay. There's only one that is on the West Coast. Yes, yeah. The other four are Uh, not on the West Coast. And and North. All right. Okay, so the West Coast one is in the South. I don't actually know. San Francisco. Why would San Francisco be it's it's like a hippie it's the it's the exact opposite San Francisco. (laughs) Rainbow flags everywhere. Well that's uh, homophobic, Rob, it's not racist. Well anyway, I'm (laughs) gonna give you this one because I'm not gonna give it to you there, I'll give it to you correct. Right. Um, Cincinnati. No. Right. Um, but you're close. Cleveland. No. No, wrong state. Indianapolis. No. What freaking question is this? <laughs> it's just, it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> whatsoever. Um, white bait. <laughs> it, was, it was on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it must be true. <laughs> Buffalo. I don't know. None. He got zero. <laughs> Are you surprised? Uh, I'm just... I won't always do this. this is <laughs> okay, we got Chicago. Chicago of all places. Really? Chicago, Milwaukee. Oh, I've been to Milwaukee. Minneapolis and St. Paul. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't think that was racist when we went there. I've been there a couple of times. The old MSP. Twin Cities. And the one from California is Fresno. Okay. <laughs> state capital. Wow. No, Sacramento's a state capital. Oh, is it? Um, so, yeah, I was surprised. I would have gone Me straight, too. straight from Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. I am staggered to find out that Minneapolis St. Paul's were the most racist towns in the US of A. All righty. Well, talk, talking of Chicago, Rob. Name five major league teams that call Chicago home. Major, okay. Uh, Chicago Bulls. Yeah, that's one. Chicago Bears. Yep. Chicago Cubs. Yep. Uh, now we get a bit tricky after that. Who's the, do they have, I must have an ice hockey team. I think that's all I'm probably going to get. Oh, the Chicago White Sox. Yep. Uh, so that's the two bases. They don't have a third baseball team. I don't think anyone's got a third baseball team, apart from Los Angeles. Basketball. But who's the other basketball team? I was just seeing some team in that wears like blue and red, but that's probably just the Pistons. That well, they're, they're having a hockey team, but I don't know who it is. The Chicago, the Chicago Knights. Very close. The Chicago Blackhawks are their ice Black hockey Hawks. team. Blackhawks. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So I got four again. You did. Yeah, I'm going well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are the top five gayest cities in the U.S.? <laughs> San Francisco! <laughs> yes, that is! New Orleans! No. No? No. All right. Where's Pretty Gay? 
Um, Austin. No. No? No, this one you do want to go west. Los Angeles? Mm, nah. No. Nah. It's pretty gay in Los Angeles. <laughs> I've heard. <sighs> um, progressive. Think progressive. What? Think progressive. San Jose. No. No. Where's Santa Rosa? No idea. No idea. Seattle and Portland. Really? Yeah. Portland. Portland's like massively progressive. A load of shipbuilders, Rob. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the village and people. That's the, that's the most progressive Is state, it? city in the, in, the, in the whole... Really? Sorry, Portland's the most progressive city in the whole country. Okay. Somehow Boston's in there. I doubt that. I'm starting to doubt my sources on this one, Beef. I would have dated them uh, a long some, time ago. Some of the measurements. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, got, you got one, though. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Good, good work, Beef. All right, well... Six British golfers have been ranked world number one. Name five of them. Oh, Nick Faldo. Yep. Ian Woosnam. Yes. Um, uh, what's his name? The Justin Rose. Yep, Justin Rose is in the list. Weird. Yeah. I, thought I wouldn't have got that. I think it's quite recent. Oh, Colin Montgomery. Scott, obviously. No, it was never world number one. Oh. And... Can I? Ch- oh, yeah, I can put him because he's Northern Ireland. Roy McElroy. He was, yeah. yeah. Um, Lee Westwood. Yep. And Luke Donald, apparently. Okay. Four again. Yeah. Well, I'll give you double points for everyone oh, to get wow. right on this one. Okay, Beef. tremendous. Can't wait. <laughs> the top five <laughs> most gay friendly countries in the world. Right. Okay. <laughs> New Zealand? Yes. Right. Yes. Number two it no, came in at. Really? Yeah. All right. Um. Got to be somewhere like Holland, Netherlands. No, but there is one sort of. Uh, well, no, it's not part of that group, but it's no, no, right. Um, Canada. Yes, that's number one. Is it Canada? So Canada, New Zealand, one, two. The okay. other ones are pretty tough. Are they? Yeah, right. And I wouldn't have picked them. Okay. Uh, they're all in Europe. I- I was going to say there's none of no African ones. <laughs> no African ones. No, no Middle, Middle East. Eastern. <laughs> um, oh, what about good old Aussie? Australia? No, no, they're all in Europe. Oh, they're all in Europe. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's got to be a Scandinavian one. It's Sweden. No. No. Finland? No. No. We've been there. It's probably not the Ukraine. We've been there for a night. Oh, ooh, that could that doesn't really narrow it down. To, we did a bit... Um, I think we charged the uh, airline oh, for the... Oh, really? Iceland? <coughs> Iceland, apparently. Really? Yeah, yeah. Having Very a... left-leaning Iceland. Having a good they, old... They've got, like, a, a, you have to have equal pay and all that stuff. Why wouldn't you? No, no, but you, ha- you have to, like, across the board, like, mental rules. Right, okay. Yeah. And yeah. the other two would be uh, be somewhere like uh, Austria. No. Greece. They love no. a bit of that action. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I'm really not sure what the measurement te- no, techniques were. No, I don't know this. either. Uh, what about the Irish? I oh, know they're pretty religious. So that's not going to happen. Well, I've got here Malta <laughs> and Spain. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spain. That's, that's the top well, five. you need something to do in your siestas. <laughs> Malta, hey? <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> All that Look, mashed I'll, potato. I'll, I'll just say 
that, that's not an official win today, Beef. That, that was that was uh, that was a bit. That was not very fair. <laughs> it's pretty subjective. <laughs> But Rob did read it on the internet, so it, it must be internet. true. It's on the internet, <laughs> yeah. oh, I can't wait for next week. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go back to normal next week. Right. I don't want to make mess of this like I did out of um, Sporting Balderdash. Right. It's just, just for... Just oh, for well, we learned a bit, Beef. We did learn a bit. I learned that Portland is the most progressive city <laughs> yeah. in the US of A. I would have thought someone like yourself who's been there for a, many times and, and lived there, not in Portland, but no. lived in, that you would know that. Well, the name of their basketball team, Rob, the Portland, Portland Trailblazers. Trailblazers, they are too. <clears throat> the clues in the question. And the answer even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portland yeah, Trailblazers. They, they blazer Trail. Says it all. Yes, says it it's all. Got please. me on board. Not in that way. <laughs> I'm this? surprised that Jackson, Mississippi isn't one of the most racist. There's lots of Mississippi ones and Alabama ones you would have thought, yeah. but oh, you, how, how do you measure it? I don't know. <laughs> I was, <laughs> they said they would do stuff like their measurement techniques. This is the, it was the most faux bollocks. Socio- you, should have, <laughs> you should have given us the metrics, Rob. That's what you should have done. The metrics. There's, there's stuff like, um, like with the with the gay one, like whether they'd elected someone who was openly gay as a as a public in public office oh, okay, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh, that was a, me- a measurement. Definitely a, is a measurement. <laughs> But it's not really. That <laughs> well, was the no, most. Can be. That was the most faux sociological site. I, yeah. I read it. I was just like, this is just rubbish. I mean, the the graph would actually say gayest cities in the US. Right. This one is just more gay than that one. Number of gays or percentage? <laughs> no, no, but it didn't specify. That, oh, that's just the number, thing. Just... It just and then it just said by population in Chicago it had like eight million gays. That didn't even make any sense. They didn't specify anything. There's no asterisk, right. no explaining just, the scale. It just had these num- lists just of numbers. Just 8 million gays? <laughs> wow. That's a lot of gays. But it's, that's, I think the whole population of the city would be 8 million, wouldn't it? Uh, no. Ooh, yeah. It yeah. wouldn't be as much as uh, that. So I can't imagine it's 100% gay. No, I'm pretty sure I've been there. Uh, I, I can vouch <laughs> for the fact that it's definitely not 100% gay. Um, population of Chicago. Let's have a look here. The population of Chicago is only 2.71 million, Rob. If they've got 8 million gays, that's a lot of people to go around twice over, four times over, even. This has been. Maybe it was infiltrated recently. Yeah. Perhaps it's the greater Chicago area <laughs> and surrounds. Um, yeah. Well, they're all gay, but... 100%. In fact, it's 400%. 300%, in fact. 300% gay in Chicago. Oh, we've only got five minutes left now. Yeah. A yeah. religious work of art has been removed from an Italian basilica after a local priest and the businessman who commissioned the painting were found in the holy images. They put themselves in the... The artist put them in, yeah. Right. The painting was gifted to the Cathedral of Canosa in Puglia, southern Italy, but caused controversy upon closer inspection. The image featured the boss of the charity, which commissioned the painting of St. Sabinus meeting St. Benedict, as well as the priest who runs the cathedral. Mr. Lamuccio said he decided to portray two authoritative representatives of the local community. He said during the process they had both asked not to be portrayed, hmm. but it seems he tried to make them less evident by adding COVID masks. 
to their faces. Um, <laughs> Sergio Fontana, president. Is this a classic sort of like uh, a stained mural. glass? Stained glass. No, this type is of a thing. mural in the cathedral. Oh, jeez. Um, With a mask, even. He put a mask on this Just religious. Keeping it current. Yeah, keeping it current. Sergio Fontana, president of the Archaeological Foundation of Canosa. He hid the priest, Father Felice Baccio, behind a cross. He just had a head sticking out. Okay. So he did well there. <laughs> yeah, that's very creative for the young man. Yeah. yeah so uh, not like the Italians to self-promote. Uh, well, Flavio, if they were accusing him of self-promoting, they said the QPR is not about the club anymore. Right. It's about you and your your mob. Uh, they really turn on them, Beef. It's starting okay. to come back to me. I remember that. Oh, right. A bit, now. bit late for Rob's film yeah. review. Yeah. Are you a bit peeved if you didn't get proper questions on the quiz, Beef? No, Beef. Yeah, the no quiz, I got what, three what? out of 15. It's all right. <laughs> I knew that New Zealand was the most accepting. <laughs> yeah, second. Second. Yeah, Canada. Canada, New Zealand. Blood Brothers. Canada raging. Yeah. Anyway, it's all good. Well, that's good. And how, is the re- how are your legs feeling from, are they recovering from this legs, point? Legs, legs are fine. Yeah, shoulders. It's the sunburn. Have you got like bubbling blisters on your shoulders? I will have. Who knows? My I, face, I had my that. head's falling apart. Yeah, a bit appealing. Yeah. Oh, well, I've, I've done that. So times. no, my shoulders are still red. Yeah. I, it was a schoolboy era, Rob. Schoolboy yeah. era. Put sun. I was wearing a t-shirt when I put sunscreen on. It's just the irony of a Welsh team to not put sunscreen on. Like that's the one thing that Welsh should surely do instinctively. I've got to say though, my bruised and battered body, sunburnt mm. body. Yeah, I did play cricket on Sunday. Forty-five not out of fifteen balls. Right? I think I saw you post that on Facebook so you can tell balls. everyone how great you are. Smash! Brilliant. Well done, beef. I was back to my best. Well, that's a pretty action-packed sporting weekend for you. It was good, wasn't it? You're feeling physically exhausted? No, no, I'm ready to go for next weekend now. I'm good. looking for something to do Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Might go and start boxing or something. Okay. Actually, weirdly enough, after the Winter Olympics, there's been an upsurge in people wanting to play curling. Really? Apparently so. Well, that's, a, that's what, see, you give sports exposure, people want to get involved. Exactly. And But are people in Australia... Taking well, up, uh, yeah, apparently Just so. Just go down to the local Because ice rink. the Aussie mixed pairs team unfortunately came last in the in the whole of the Olympics. But that was enough to inspire the people. Exactly Just the right. appearance. So the participation award was enough to inspire the Aussie people to start participating themselves. So they, they can start getting their own participation awards. Yeah. You know. They think they too can get to the Olympics. Or they just want the and certificate. No, they just want certificates, trophies, yeah. well medals. Done. We've got to thank Jack Link's beef and ham jerky. It's the best beef jerky on the planet. 100% grass-fed New Zealand beef rub. And probably New Zealand pig as well if it's the ham jerky. It's good stuff, people. It's good stuff. It's the best stuff. Without doubt. I had some on the weekend. Yeah. I did take Jack Link's beef jerky to the you Aussie ne- rules. You needed a protein injection? Protein supplement, I guess. So do you feel that, because normally it's the food of astronauts. Normally. Um, it's the official food it's the, of the Welsh the Aussie, rules team. Aussie Rules team. Official. Yeah. I think Aussie Rules players should eat beef jerky, and especially the Jack Link's variety. Yeah. Do you feel more spring in your step after that beef? Well, put it this way. I didn't feel the need to really consume other foods, mm-hmm. proteins especially. You managed to curb the urge. Can, next week, can I just make one request? Can you try and find another, another monkey story? What, the the band? Or, no, um, no, not the band. No, no, no like what an about actual the, real monkey. What about the woman what, in... What, what, the woman what? in Newport that tried to flush the monkey down the toilet. No, not the same one again. No, but along those lines. Something involving monkeys in an urban sprawl. <laughs> right. <clears throat> I will try and find a humorous monkey story yeah. for next week. Make a note of that. Yeah. I appreciate that. No, no, no. I'll, I'll definitely try. Yeah. 
What do you want me to do? Contribute. <laughs> Just contribute. I've, I am it's the, the food of astronauts, people. <laughs> it's the food of astronauts. Jack Link's beef jerky. I am the ultimate participation team award. Team player. Participation ultimate award. team player. I've participated for 238 shows. Yes. Oh, no, so I missed a few of them, didn't I? You did, but yeah. this is episode 237. 237. So if you did an extra show without me, then uh, so be it. No, I didn't do one. I didn't do one. Well. I've missed about seven of those, haven't I, I think? I don't so I was 230. I no idea. Maybe. Maybe you maybe. can you can give me a, a certificate for participating. I will definitely give you a certificate, yeah. Rob. I'll get it framed. Nice, and I'll put it on. Um, I've got sort of a, a little mental piece type of thing now. All right, so I can put it on there. I don't want to cause you any uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Just oh, now I'm thinking about it again. Oh, really? All right. <clears throat> anyway, this has been episode two hundred thirty-seven of the greatest. Non-sports, sports radio show on the planet, 365 days of sport. See you next week.